through situations for our benefit so we can see what we're made of, so that we can grow. The enemy tries to come in and tempt us in order to get us to sin. Um, let me read James. Let me read this and then I'll just open it up and you just come in and I'll try and keep layering it, but you, you let me know what you think. Um, James covers it pretty good, but there's many other places. Temptation. Um, we're talking about James 1.12. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been, has been proved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when the desire has conceived, it gives forth birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. So there's a lot of information in there. We're talking about temptation. Um, There's a man, let me give you this quote. It's uh, unknown author. He says, Every, everyone must choose one of two pains. The pain of dis- discipline or the pain of regret. Mm-hmm. You choose. Mm-hmm. Everyone must choose one of two pains. The pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And of course, you know the right answer. Uh, temp means, the original language of the word temp means Paramos, which means to pierce. To pierce. Um, last time you were barbecuing anything and you had a steak on, on the grill and you didn't know what temperature was and they said, I want it rare, medium rare, and you didn't know unless, unless you know how to touch this, this steak and know that can you had to pierce it, right? Uh, when you're baking a cake and when Monica would bake that wonderful uh, pound cake, she might have she might have pierced it with a toothpick, right? What is what does that say? When you pierce it, you're trying to know what the internal condition is like. When you're tempted, it's going to tell you what the internal spiritual condition is like on the inside. Say, temptation will do that. It will bring it out. Uh, it's an inner conflict. Remember, a temptation is an inner conflict. It's your it's your soul warring against itself. It's a, it's itself. No, you no, I can do this. No, I'm not supposed to do this. And you war back and forth uh, with your soul. Um, temptation is not sin. You know, you can be tempted. Remember, Jesus was tempted in all ways, yet he was without sin. Uh, so we know we can resist the temptation uh, that comes our way. Let's see what James has to say about this. Um, first of all, God doesn't tempt us because temptation is, is, is headed towards you to fail. God's testing is always headed towards you to find out more information and grow from it. Uh, it doesn't come from God. When, when you're tempted, you're drawn away. And I looked up some of these uh, in the original language. Drawn away is, is from uh, uh, a trap like an animal. Is drawn away when he smells of, of bait and he goes off course and then he's trapped. Uh, and then it uses another word as enticed. When you're tempted, you're drawn away and enticed. That talks more about a fish that's just going its, its merry old way, minding his own business, the fish do that. 
and then they see something that's a nice little morsel that's juicy <laughs> so you can have temptation both ways right you can be seek, seeking to get yourself into trouble or you can be just minding your own business and all of a sudden you see something that oh no no that was there but, but let me think twice about that uh, each way uh, one is you're going off the path one catches you by surprise and isn't that the way temptation is it's, it's, gonna, it's going to get you going off the path or it's going to if you're not looking for trouble it's going to bring it to you right? there's, a lot of, there's a lot of surprises a lot of people that you, uh, you know, it's impossible for you to be offended for instance so we don't know when the next thing is going to come up with people remember how you navigate around difficult people uh, defines your spiritual walk I, I have to know how to do that we don't know when the unforgiveness starts we don't know when somebody offends you we don't know when your favorite temptation is squaring you staring you right in the face and now what are you going to do temptation again is meant to show you your spiritual condition that's, that you can't see it's going to bring out what you what's what's inside of you what strength or what lack of strength you have notice it says from James any thoughts now when you're tempted by his own desires you are tempted by your own desires mm-hmm. it doesn't give qualifications it doesn't say except for mm-hmm. it doesn't say except when you have a generation curse it doesn't say if you had a family upbringing that was, that was very dysfunctional and you missed out on all these needs right. it doesn't say that uh, anything about your predisposition to genetically <laughs> it says and I say it again because James says it so I'm going to back it up he's backing me he said James is saying by your own desires you are drawn away just like the animal going to the bait snipping it up or, the, or just by the fish just, just swimming along you're enticed but if you can get enticed by your own desires okay so let that settle in for a second um this, and somebody said uh, the desire that we have desires the desires that and I've been saying this too the desires that at the core of us are good it's how we get them met that are bad mm-hmm. right we talk about immorality for instance it's immoral it's, it's against God's will for fornication for instance mm-hmm. but God is all about the sexual fulfillment in marriage mm-hmm. so the drive is good Mm-hmm. It's what well you go to to fill it. That makes it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Wow. I never yeah. put that way, Dominique. It depends on what well you go to. Okay. Now, so we have a desire for for uh, control. Why is that? The desire is that we're kings. We're supposed to be controlling something. We're supposed to be uh, uh, leading something. But when you try and manipulate people, when you step over people when you have a lust for to gain things just to gain things mm-hmm. then we're going to the wrong well to get it God mm-hmm. says I'll give you people I'll give you the right scenarios I'll give you a sphere of influence I'll give you the environment of the setting the people of, of you're on assignment but let me guide it 
Do it in, in confines of, of the parameters that I'm setting up for you. Don't you jump ahead of me. I've given you that desire, but that desire is becoming corrupted because you're using the wrong well to go on about to satisfy it. Now, we all have these desires. The desires aren't bad. They're godly. But the way we satisfy them is not the right way. So isn't... When you're tempted, God is saying to you, why are you going to this to satisfy yourself? And you have to identify what the core issue behind the temptation, what is really driving you to be attracted to this thing, whatever it is. Mm. See, if you just play with the symptoms on top, you'll never know what it is. But I have to go down deep, and James does that for us. I'll get to that in one second. But... No, it's, a, it's an inner drive. It comes from my own desires. Uh, the drive is good, but if I let it play out the wrong way, it's going to conceive. Sin has a conception process. You know, that's why temptation is not sin, but if you let the temptation lead to lust, lust becomes sin. Lust is sin. And then when sin is full grown, it brings forth a death, and death is separation. That means you have separated from God, you're on your own thing, you're satisfying your own desires right. in an unlawful way. Yes. Lawlessness, rebellion, just selfishness, uh, just not caring, uh, just just a, a, a not not caring. <laughs> But you see how, how strong that pull is. Once you start to uh, get yourself programmed into a certain way of satisfying yourself against God's will, that's what we call an addiction. You set up a, pro- a, a process where you program yourself, and then in order to automatically train yourself in righteousness, and then it becomes a habit, you've automatically trained yourself in unrighteousness, mm-hmm. and now that has become a habit, right. and it's become an addiction. And it's a hard thing to break. I know. Because we, it's a conditioning, it's a programming, and it works both ways. We can program ourselves for righteousness, and we can program ourselves for unrighteousness. Can I go one step further? I think any comments from them out there? Um, then, in reading, I had a little more time this morning because I'm not at work. I just got, I did the leaves a little bit, uh, came in, and I said, I'm going to study this chapter. I know, ten, I want to talk about temptation. God put it on my heart. I heard it yesterday a lot, um, and then he, then I read down further, and then all of a sudden James talks about anger, and there's a connection there. Mm-hmm. Why would he to all of a sudden talk about anger? He mm-hmm. said, he said, therefore, just tonight, just after giving us this all about temptation, he gives us a vital clue. He says, therefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Yeah. So he's talking about, again, uh, there is an anger in a lot of us. And it's not an anger where you're going around punching holes in walls. It's a low-grade anger, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get in touch with this anger, it is going to drive you to try and satisfy it the wrong way. I have got to get in touch with this if it's a low-grade anger, I've got to get in touch with it. What's causing it? What am I not paying attention to? What do I need to be healed? What is it? Is it because of unforgiveness? Is it a frustration that I have about myself? Is it a disappointment that went on in my life? 
what is causing me to have this low-grade anger? And I think that's the case for most of us. Uh, if I let that go, and James is saying, don't let that anger get out. He said, let every man be swift to hear, hear something, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. He said, knowledge, finding out what the deep root problem is that's causing this thing that wants to come out, and then looking at it, getting the right stuff on it, getting God. If you own it, confess it, own it, and give it to God, the healing process starts. That's the only way. That's the only way to do that. If you let it breed inside of you, it's going to come out. This anger can show itself in frustration. Mm-hmm. When, you're frustra- when you're frustrated for, mm-hmm. for a while, what happens? You start to get this, this, this... You get angry because you're not satisfied these drives that are godly, but they're coming up and we're, we're corrupting it by the way we satisfy it. Or we're not tapping into things uh, the right way to satisfy them. The root cause has to be identified, otherwise you're going to be playing with it on the surface level and never really be able to get your hands around the throat of it to choke it out dead. Yes, calls. Uh, you read from uh, James 1, 19 through 20, right? Yes. But then here it says, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger, anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Mm. And he that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. Mm. And that's Proverbs 14, 17, and Ecclesiastes 7, 9. Amen. Amen. There's the confirmation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So let's say when you're angry, you act the foolishness. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, but that's true, though. That's an old saying, you know. You keep going angry, and then when you're in prison, you're like, dang, I could have did that a different way. That is true. Yeah, because we have this tendency of saying, you heard it. Mm-hmm. Look, he acting a fool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 that's exactly what it's from the books. Yeah. You know? But we never look at it that way, but it's from the books. Yeah, I always did the book when I was yeah. young, though. All, all wisdom is from the book. <laughs> True. And we pride ourselves sometimes when we get angry, but that's not big. That's not. No. We shouldn't pride ourselves. That's foolish. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. a fool. That's yeah. That is. Yeah. Larry. And, and this thing about anger now, there's the righteous anger. So when we throw anger out, we got to be careful that how we look at anger in the overall aspect. It's not just one, it's not just bad. Anger is something that God has placed in us. But as he was saying, it's a desire. Anger is a desire just like everything else, but we have to be careful how we direct it. For instance, when there's the righteous anger, there's the unrighteous anger. We're talking about the unrighteous anger here. But there's the righteous anger too. There are appropriate times when anger is sufficient. Like when Jesus went into the temple, he was angry. That was a righteous anger. When uh, Elisha brought down and caused those two she bears, it was a righteous anger. You know, so I think we need to put that in there also, and that, you know, and and understand that anger 
there is a righteous anger and there is an unrighteous anger. But I think what we're talking about here today is the unrighteous anger. You still want us to look at it. Anger and all anger and yeah, I don't want to have a common vision on it. Some righteous indignation. It's anger. Yeah. And Jesus modeled that. He, he showed angry at the temple. And be careful with that because uh, I would say 99% of our anger is the unrighteous. So don't go. You can make a case, but be careful with that because I think most of the our anger is unrighteous. Don't, don't think you're. Don't be so quick to say I'm. This is righteous. Right. <laughs> I would think that we'd have to know the book to know yes, to make the determination on it. You know, the right determination. Yeah, follow. A wrathful man stirred up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeases strife. And that's Proverbs fifteen eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's so much in, in Proverbs and in, 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 in James and other places. Uh, you can you can have a field day studying anger, mm-hmm. and it's all associated with horrible stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show the righteousness of God. Can I read this? Yes, yeah, please. This is Oswald Chambers. <clears throat> Beware of the least likely temptation. Okay, Joel, Joel had defected to Adonijah. So he had not defected to Absalom. That's First Kings 2.28. Joel was still the greatest test of his life, remaining absolutely loyal to David by not turning to follow after the fascinating and ambitious Absalom. Yet toward the end of his life, he turned to follow after the weak and cowardly Adonijah. <coughs> Always remain alert to the fact that where one person is turned back is exactly where anyone may be tempted to turn back. First mm-hmm. Corinthians 10, 11 through 13. You may have just victoriously gone through a great crisis, but now be alert about the things that may appear to be the least likely to tempt you. Beware of thinking that the areas of your life where you have experienced victory in the past are now the least likely to cause you to storm and fall. We are, we are have to say it's not at all likely that having been through the greatest crisis of my life, I will now turn back to the things of the world. Do not try to predict where the temptation will come. It is the least likely thing that is the real danger. It is in the aftermath of a great spiritual event that the least likely things begin to have an effect. They may not be forceful and dominant, but they are there. And if you are not careful to be forewarned, they will trip you. You have remained true to God under great and intense trials. Now beware of the undercurrent. Do not be abnormally examining your inner self. Looking forward with dread, but stay alert. Keep your memory sharp before God. Unguarded strength is actually a double weakness because that is where the least likely temptations will be effective and sapping strength. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Unguarded. 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 Just to be careful. Temptation, yes, uh, Robert. Yeah. Uh, y'all bear with me because I missed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thank God for the gift of Joe and 
very important too because uh, for example uh, uh, joy is the is the antifreeze that God holds into your radiator and when we because uh, we we'll run hot without that without that uh, antifreeze and when you wake up in the, in the morning your attitude of, of joy and happiness should be always in your prayers and in your mind because this is uh, the ingredients of this gun keep your motor uh, your brain from exploding you know in anger you know even if you do run up on some anger uh, problems and storms on the seas and everything that that, that joy is is going to show you how to be humble enough to handle the situation because if you just uh, you own your own and uh, you only draw on Christ when you when you uh, in trouble or you think you you call on him when you want him you know and not you should be praising him each and every day of the morning at the beginning of your life and what it what it does that's the maintenance of your soul it, it keeps you in tune and in this and uh, when, you, when you got this uh, I might not be explained to you but when you got this uh, joy and a freeze that you've already done. Got on your knees when you rose this morning and started out in God the righteous way. And, uh, you know, even that same verse, it says, be, uh, not only be hearers of the way, but be doers. Yes. And, uh, when, uh, when you just, uh, only speak, speak godly things, they godly, uh, religious circles or situations, and then you you lay it lay it lay it God. Um, um, the low the low anger and the high. Anger. I think sometimes when you, when you grab something, if you get it in its initial state, yes, yes, it, it's, it's at a lower right. level than it is if you continue to let it stay in there and grow it. You know, I guess gain momentum, gain you know. Escalate. That's a low grade anger that a lot of us have that we have to be, we don't want it to grow up big because then it'll show up in an ugly way and then we pay for it. Let me get you. Yeah, since we're on the topic of anger, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I've been taught like uh, that uh, you know, anger, as Larry put it earlier, like it, and Dominic is unrighteous, anger, and the righteous. But then in the world that I live in, there's such a thing as venting anger because uh, sometimes anger is a good thing, you know, and it has to be uh, has to be employed sometimes immediately because like it can either be a, a life or death situation. You might have to do something out of anger to protect lives of your family or yourself. Okay, and then uh, now the other part of the anger is that uh, whereas the, the mind no longer thinks, it just it just reacts, and, and that's at the point where your mind is in rage. That's the anger that you know we're supposed to be really looking out for, because uh, once you get to a point of rage, the thinking process is over with, and the act is almost just about completed. And usually, it's a, a it's a regrettable act. So that's my take on uh, anger, which is. I try to contain mine because I know if it gets to a certain point, 
you know, I'm in trouble. There's no turning back. Not only is, is someone else in trouble, but I'm in trouble because I'm going to pay the consequences. And I don't want that. Anger management, it, it, it's good and has its place, but it's not really dealing with the core issue of what, of what the anger is. Anger management will tell you, you know, vent it, take a walk, take your time out. Those are all good things. But with, when you do those things, the anger is, is still there. Mm-hmm. It's still sitting. If you don't figure out, if you don't discern, if you don't know what is causing you to ca- have this strong emotion, then it will always be there. You can control it. It has its place, but it's not the solution. For me personally, uh, 10 years ago, I know I felt angry. Got angry at God. All because I got sick. I didn't know nothing about being sick. Only thing I ever known is was help to me. I was always helped. I always thank the good Lord for my help. But then when I got sick and I found out how sick I was, part of my anger is like the devil was beating on me now. It's because I knew what God was telling me because I could feel him on one side and it was like, I'm on the, my spirit was saying one thing and I was, my flesh was sitting on sitting between, I'm sitting in between both and couldn't get couldn't get what I needed done and I have found just, you know even your sickness because you to have anger and knowing at the same time you, you're supposed to that's why I have to be humble if the good Lord can hum, humble me down for that way that part over here on the left that don't, I don't need they can get away from me, you know, because mm-hmm. I picked that in them at the door doing this to me, and that's the way I see it now, now today. But when I think about what the good Lord done done for me, and I can look back and see where he done brought me from yes. in the last 10 years, yes. compared to being dead, on, dead in the hospital, right. I learned, I, the good Lord had told me I was going to live. Right. I saw all this, you're going to live, you know, I, I done told my nephew, my, my great nephew, I'm gonna see them have children. Amen. As, you know, that's just how much my faith was. But the devil, had, after, the, after the good Lord had done told me that, but I couldn't get off the phone fast enough for the devil was shooting all the bad, badness to me, like he's doing now to me. It, 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 you know, I mean, you looking at both sides of anger, anger is the way I've been looking at it because of my health. Because at the same time, I'm praying that I can stay humble. To keep my, you know, that way it gets rid of the anger, and I don't have to continue to keep trying to go to anger anybody because I done, I done dropped out classes after classes because my anger, I couldn't get it to self-sign. Mm-hmm. All I kept was being angry, and then when I went through the classes, I got more angry. It was, I mean, even though I was able to let them know what was I was angry about, and how my heart was just tripping, like I was getting whipped from both sides. But the side I was on with the guard, they were just trying to humble me down inside so I could make correct, <laughs> correct decisions. And now today, with my, with my anger, I, I think that's what got me this week. It's been the devil been trying to bring it all up from where I was sick, and to now they don't want to see me go through my next stage. My next stage is probably what I need is the operation. Amen. At the same time, but... The devil over here trying to make me angry, mm-hmm. so I just you know so when I was trying to make a right decision, mm-hmm. it thinking that I'll be I'll be so mad that I may make the wrong decision, mm-hmm. which I know all my doctors done told me that, you know if I have an operation, 
it'd be worse or further. So it's like, I know what I need, but don't know how to get it there. But I know the good Lord says, if I just trust in Him, yes. Yes. everything, all that, like I said, mustard seed of faith. Yes. And that's all I'm looking at, is just that little mustard seed yes. to keep me going. Yes. I don't want, I mean, but I look at it at the same time, and I don't ask the good Lord, just keep me humble. Because yes. if I just stay humble, I'm, I'm sure I can get past the devil over here. I just got to stay humble so I can get past it, so that way that anger won't won't be with me. That's good, man. That's good. Very good. So what you're doing is you're really trying to challenge the anger. Challenge. And that's what I was saying just a minute ago. See, God gave us that emotion called anger. And it's a good thing because it's one of the greatest energies that we have. But what we've done because of sin, sin has caused that great energy. Caused, do you know it's through anger that some of the greatest men in the world have have invented through frustration and anger. They 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 have invented some of it because they learn how to channel it, and that's what we because we've fallen into sin. We've made anger a bad thing. But you see, it's like this man was saying just a minute ago. If you catch it in this low state, mm-hmm. anger is like a stream or a, you know a little stream you can channel it if you get it while it's low. Right, right. But if 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 that thing gets to raging mm-hmm. like a river, mm-hmm. you you can't channel it. Mm-hmm. It's already got its course. Mm-hmm. It's too late. See, and, and and when it's at that point, anger takes every cell of your body and it becomes just one cell of anger. Mm-hmm. And you don't see nothing else but you zero in. Now think about it. You take that that emotion and the height of it, and if you can channel it and zero it in positively, you understand what I'm saying about the righteous anger and the unrighteous anger? See, Proverbs is talking about a man in his sinful situation. But I'm talking about a man in, in where God is trying to place him with the emotion that he has given him from the beginning, which is one of anger, and being able to understand that anger is not a bad thing in its right position of God, because every good and every perfect gift come from above. Amen. So if God gave it, we perverted it. So now that's the anger that's being talked about today. But the anger that God wants us to learn how to do is rechannel it back. And if we rechannel it back, then we can reach great heights within ourselves. That's what God wants us to do. So that's what you're doing. And I applaud you for that is because you're trying to channel that thing. You know, I'm trying to do the same. <coughs> and I'm sure that other men in here are doing it too, and women. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. trying to do it too. Okay, thank you. That was good. Channeling, channeling that strong emotion for, to, uh, for a solution. That's right. Because uh, if, if you get angry about something, get use all that energy, put that emotion, and put it towards the solution, mm-hmm. not towards you know in a destructive way. That's right. Yeah, like uh, I love that word. Said, uh, you know, challenge. You know, channel rather. Mm-hmm. And uh, because uh, you know, in Joshua's, uh, he said, uh, in my house, you know, you make that decision because uh, 
uh, a small example would be like uh, this time of year I like, got uh, six girls so I give them they bring your friends or whatever and one one, one incident uh, I can tell you about uh, the guy kept uh, I thought I'd been induced to him he, he kept he'd come in the house stay 15 minutes he'd go back out to his car come back <laughs> so I, I, I called him over and into the hallway and had a little talk with him I said now I, I said when I was in addiction, I played that game. That's right. Mm-hmm. I said next time you go back to the car, you stay in the car. Keep mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, this is miles. Mm-hmm. And I, I, sure. I know they expect where different generations. Oh, yeah. If I go to their house, you know, and there's a whole lot of uh, things that's going on that they do, and I know it, it would interfere with. Uh, the joy that the Lord has given me, and as the song said, I'm not going to let anybody steal my joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to remove myself from the from the premises mm-hmm. because I ain't got to be told. Because if you've been well instructed, if you well, if you really truly being faithful, and you really sincere about trying to be the best Christian that you can be, then you you got to. Sometimes it's, it's tough, but uh, yeah. uh, if we make it to Revelation, you, you're the only one going to be standing there getting judged. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be your mother, your brother, your sister. And uh, truly, uh, it's about how how faithful you is to Christ, because when he got angry in the temple, <coughs> you know, it, it was not... Well, it was it was the disobedience, and that, that that temple belonged to his father. Amen. You know, the same way my house it belongs to me, but That's God gave it to me. And uh, it's not being disrespectful. And uh, you know, if I didn't want to say, hey, you know, I can't go to my uh, cousin's house, and I know about their drinking, and, and before I even start that way. I said, because I know he usually runs a, a Christian type mm-hmm. house. Why would I go in the first place? Let's not go on over there. You know, with that anger going, going to pop in there and then something's going to happen. Okay. Scripture says the tongue sets on fire the course of hell. Mm-hmm. That, that's what happens. Um, go to prison sometimes on Wednesday. Can you imagine being upset with somebody at the bar and in a second, slip second, turn around and smack that guy? He falls down, hits his head on, on the floor, manslaughter, whatever, mm-hmm. 34 years. Mm-hmm. There are people there who, over one stupid situation, yeah, are right. right. going to experience that for the rest of their life. The Bible says, flee from the presence of an angry man. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we get angry because we hold on to our rights. Yeah. <laughs> we want, as John says, you know, we want to scratch and claw to get our own way. And there's a point, like Larry said, when anger goes over the threshold. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like uh, Isaiah says, a wicked pointing finger. Have you ever gotten so angry with someone you pointed your finger at them? No. Mm-hmm. 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 And he says, 
you. Oh, you don't. You haven't seen the end of this. You better shut up. I'm telling you, better get out of my face. I'm about ready to get upset. Guilty. I'm a mild-mannered person, but you don't want to get me, man. Say, hear anybody say that? You don't hate me, man. I talked to a lady one time. She's coming out when I was working at the security guard. I said, you seem so nice. Who comes trouble? What we're talking about is the spirit of murder. Yeah, we were pointing to at that moment, yeah. we are so angry, so full of demonic hatred. And, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately where it comes from. Yes, our flesh is angry, but Satan is able to feed us all kinds of junk. Mm-hmm. So, that's interesting that Jesus said, Love, Lord, your God, with your heart, mind, soul, strength, your neighbor, and yourself. Mm-hmm. Say that. Yeah. Then he said something totally unreasonable. I picked up my dog at the airport today. She was talking about her roommate. How difficult it was, and I, I have to talk to her because I'm saying her God preparing you for marriage. God said something that totally unreasonable to us, totally unable to do. He said. <laughs> Love your enemy. Yes. We can't even love someone who cuts us off in traffic. We sometimes can't even love our wives. And a lot of times we can't love ourselves. I do. We have a place where we're talking about anger, but not. This is a hot topic. I'm ready for that one. Sorry. Let me let Charles uh, go next. No, we can't. It's something that uh, yeah. Robert said earlier. Kind of, kind of stuck in my crop, and it had to do with the antifreeze that God puts in. Well, you see, there's a relief valve on that on that radiator cap too. And once that, if the antifreeze is done, got low or just too thin or something, ain't too weak and ain't working, you can you can pop that relief valve. And there's a spell safe situation there where the anger it really it can be abated. Right right at right at that like Rob was talking about that I mean like Larry was talking about that string where you can you can you can mold that thing and shape it into whatever take that pressure on mother. But you see, who who of us at the inset of this here emotion can exercise those kinds of choices? Without first having practiced this stuff, that's what you see. We can't wait till it happens. You see, we cannot wait for the, you know, until it happens to try to exercise some control. You see, we got to practice this thing. I'm talking about real situations. In the traffic, where somebody cuts you off. I mean, that's that's when that's the key. You know, where it can be kind of in on them. Well, you can kind of get get in with it and not hurt yourself or nobody, you know. And, and after a while, just like Dominic said earlier about addiction and stuff, you know, and I'm in the of that crap. So I'm speaking right now about today and yesterday and, and the last couple of years as well. Right, thank you. But if, hey, if, never mind. You don't have to wake him up. 
When Steve was talking about, somebody just might have been talking about, no, what was wrong? About the house, you know, uh, um, the situation and the person going out. Mm-hmm. But when the Lord revealed to me, He said, What about this house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, you know, what about this, this internal house mm-hmm. right here? Mm-hmm. And when we're dealing with the addiction, see, when we come with anger, we got to be angry at the sin. Mm-hmm. And see, we're angry at the sin because, see, our bodies are the temple of God. Yes. And we have to be angry enough at, at Satan that we will not allow him mm-hmm. to come in and, and have havoc within, right. our, within this temple that God, right. where he dwells. Right. So right. if we can focus, as we pull out other scriptures, but mm-hmm. reach back and get, well, what does God say? Or what does, how does God tell me how to handle it? Yeah. It's just right. about our thought pattern. You know, we so say, well, we think about this, we think about this, we do this. But God say in his word, and I think it's in Philippians, he said, think on these things that are lovely, these things yes, that are pure. Sure. It goes back to training the mind. There we go. There we go. Renewing the mind yes. the way God says to do it. Right? As long as we focus on the other part, we're going to continue to follow the flesh. Right? But I love what Mary is saying. Not for real. He, he acknowledges right. the two things of faith. Right. Right. He, he, he's acknowledges that war of spirit mm. and flesh. Yes, right. But he also says, I, I want I'm God to humble me so I can make a right decision. Right. There we go. See, he's seeking God. Mm. When we see God for the answer, God don't come through. There we go, every time. But when we don't seek God, and, and, and that's it, when we don't seek Him, then we won't have that answer. But I, I, I applaud you, because I just believe that no matter what God, God going to do what He's going to do Amen. in your life. Amen. I mean, it's, 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 it's already done. But I love the honesty that you have. The honesty is the only way we can get to where we need to be and come out on top. When we are honest. When we are honest. Not hiding the thoughts of what, you know, you say, yeah, my flesh is saying this. You know, God has spoke this, and my, my flesh is saying this. He said, but I'm going to listen to what God is saying, because God's going to bring you through it. And I they can praise God for it. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, Brother Carlos. Um, I do a lot of research late at night. I sit up on the laptop and go through a lot of stuff. 
and like you were talking about pointing your finger sir the union can actually go to jail for that is that right it's considered assault and battery it's, it's assault really wow it's assault, assault and battery to do that mm. point your finger and another thing that I found out about <laughs> 2 o'clock this morning <laughs> no Alabama in Alabama I need that now. I need to know you can meet your wife on the court's house steps except for Sunday. <laughs> you can meet your wife on the courthouse steps except for Sunday. That's another blue love. I think she can do the same. Blue law. Yeah, I don't know like that. But let me take you here. Be ye, be ye angry and not sin. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. You know, and it says here. There are bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor of evil speaking be put away from you with a marriage and be ye kind to one another, tender head, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Amen. You know, and that's a true fact because my grandmother an old West Indian lady from Barbados and she used to say to me don't go to bed man because you don't know if you will wake up settle that score before you lay your head down especially with your wife especially with your wife I'm glad you read that because all throughout the Bible there are many scriptures that talk to this very issue. And one that I like is said, be slow to anger. Right. You know, you're talking about driving the traffic and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Be slow to anger. She's right. talking about let God give us the answer. That's what meditation is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You pray on it, but you gotta wait for the answer to come. Go, it may be three days, it may be a week to tell you how you're supposed to deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest examples in America, and I talk about this all the time, Martin Luther King got people together, and they went out in March, and they got beat, and they got yeah. thrown in dogs. jail, and dogs, and, but they did not strike back. So nah. He tapped into this whole thing. Yeah, he loved our enemy. Yeah. loved our yeah, neighbor. Really he loved God. You know what I mean? And he changed the culture of America yeah. without throwing a punch. Amen. So there is our proof that it works. Now, back to recovery. I love that. I go to recovery houses all the time and you know guys say I want to change my life I want to do this and I want to do that so they get in a place and they're living with a roommate and they're having constant battles with their roommate nah. about really silly dumb stuff mm-hmm. I've seen guys get kicked out because one guy would come in there and took the guy's clothes out while they were still wet just so he could put his clothes in. Yeah. You know, these kind of things. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and, but, they, but they called themselves cured in three months. Yeah. Right. So the whole problem with the alcohol and the drugs is I got to stay clean long enough so this fogginess will lift off my brain. Amen. And when this fogginess lifts off, then I can use God's judgment and reasoning right. in a proper way. Right. Yeah. See, you can tell anybody anything, but if he just two days from getting high, he ain't heard a thing that you just said. And ain't nothing went in. Mm-hmm. They say, well, what are you working on? You need to be working mm-hmm. on God's word because yeah. that's what's going to keep you in the long run. Amen. 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 That's a good subject. I think the key to the situation is 
The joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm-hmm. You know, the joy in your heart. You're a different person than you know. Yes. And I'm amazed. I'm not sure why God filled me so much with joy, love. I'm not sure how it came about, but He has. And uh, you look at two portions of Scripture. First of all, again, you should not let not the sun go down on your wrath. My wife and I believe that to such a degree that we stayed up for two weeks. Philippians 2 says what you're talking about. Look not on your own things. But also on the things of God. God never tells us to sacrifice in the sense that you do without in order to give. Although some have uh, have been prayed by the Lord for that, He says He will bless us. I mean, if you if you have if you need two pairs of shoes, then have two pairs of shoes. But if you need two pairs of shoes, you got two pairs of shoes. Get get one pair of shoes if someone doesn't have any. Right. Uh, Lusting after things, but. Philippians says, not on your own things, but on the things of others. And uh, that's where humility comes from. Like humility and fear of the Lord from riches on your life. But 1 Corinthians 13 tells us the answer to anger. It's love from a pure heart. You have a loving, pure heart. But let me tell you, I feel with some joy and peace until I walked in the goodwill last night. I had to get a couple of nice stuff for somebody. And this is no lie. Um, as I said, God gave me so much peace, and He had the uh, goodwill starting at five o'clock. You lie down when you're in the world, mm-hmm. then you—I think you really are actually walking in vain because uh, you know you—you you buy like those twinkling symbols and everything because.